Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann und David Bell. Olympic swim team. Yeah, that's us. Yep. I'm always saying we're out here getting things done like an Olympic swim team. That is what you always say. Yeah, Dave, you parked that car like an Olympic swim team. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's I one of my go tos. You know, it's just a folksy old saying that people say back mm-hmm. where I'm from. Um, yep. Hello, everyone. <laughs> hello. We're on the episode of Strike Cast. Strike Cast. It's the show where we get hyped about stuff and things i don't know i'm one of your co-hosts tom ryman i'm the other one david bell and i'm guest starlene hodge hey hi, star. star hi hi welcome welcome to yet another yet another strike cast you all are familiar with the format it's the show you know and love <laughs> yeah star how you doing i'm doing pretty good it's i'm happy to be back we're happy to have happy you back. yeah you see the uh you see barbie yet no, I want to, but uh, all the theaters are real full, <laughs> and yeah, and I don't want to sit up up close to the screen, so I'm waiting for right. it a little bit. Yeah, sitting up close I, is a real nightmare. I saw it on a Wednesday, which Wednesday morning, which uh, was a good time to see it. Uh, very, not that many people. Oh, uh, nice. A, a very good movie. Well, you know, we'll we'll talk about it at some point. I also. Uh, what did I want to say? I watched Cobweb. Remember Cobweb? We did that in a movie that deserves more hype. I do. Yeah. Very good movie. Uh, Star, you'd hate it. Yeah, you'd yeah. I was like, Cobweb. just from the title alone, I'm like, mm, not probably not for me. <laughs> yeah, it's a horror movie. Very, very good. Sweet. Very good. Check it out. Yeah. What else is new? What it's else a, it is, is going a, on? It's a movie that deserved more hype. It did. It really did. Mm-hmm. It's got a, it had Homelander in it. Oh. Playing a real Homelander type. <laughs> Playing a real <laughs> Homelander type character. Yeah. A real sinister bastard. They're real. They play with the fact, like, it's not, it, I don't want to spoil the movie, but they, they know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> they know who the actor is and they're using, they're, they're using him very specifically to be that guy. So it was cool. I wonder how he feels about playing all these like horrendous people. And if, <laughs> I, yeah, you know, like, I think. Like how it's something. <laughs> have you have you watched have something... you watched that show Banshee at all? Is he in that? Yeah, he's the star. He's like a um, an ex con posing as a sheriff. Okay, it's that thing like the Pete Campbell guy where his interviews. He's like, I know what I look like. I know what my <laughs> face looks like, uh, and I make money based on that. So I assume it's similar with him. Uh, Anthony Starr is that his name? Anthony. Yeah. Anthony. 
Anthony Starr. I like that this is the first thing we're talking about. Yeah, why not? Why wouldn't we be? Well, ho- hold on. Star, uh, do you have anything to plug? you have anything to tell the world? Oh, um, buy my art. Here? Like, go to starlinearts.com or atarserena.com if you're Jewish and you want some Jewish things. But starlinearts.com has, like, fantasy art and stickers. So, so yeah, those are my shops. <laughs> Excellent. Um, anyway, Anthony Star. <laughs> it's related. I just hope he like yeah. donates to like humane society, like makes a real big show about like, look, I'm a nice person. <laughs> yeah, I'm a nice guy. You don't have to be scared of me. Uh, anybody going to CatCon? Wait, when's no. CatCon? It's soon. Star, it's soon. Oh. It's, How soon? Uh, Where? The weekend of the 5th and 6th in Pasadena. Oh, man. That's a bit of a drive for me, but. It's a bit of a drive for you, Tom, but you maybe hop next in. year. Yeah, I'll start now. I'm literally penciling that into my, like, look-up tickets. <laughs> Listen, Star, if you go, let me know. Okay. Because it's not like I'm not going. <laughs> CatCon, Aug 5th, 6th. <laughs> yep. Are you going to cosplay, Dave? I might, you know. As Panthro? I, I'll be a fucking, yeah. Riffraff. Rum Tub Tugger or, or rum whatever. Rum Tugger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Be the so Idris Elba cat. Yeah, <laughs> gonna get kicked out of CatCon. The only cat that was like completely naked, right? Is that he what that cat's deal was? No, I think there were other cats that were totes naked, but he was he there... was he was pretty memorably naked. Yeah, I mean, if I recall, the nudity was unclear, right? Some right. of them literally unzipped their own skin in that. That's right. Yes, that's, that's right. correct. That's right. Yeah. That movie is so, deranged. It's a nightmare. <laughs> uh, you know what's not a nightmare, though, Dave? The trailers? Our lovely producers. Oh, right. <laughs> producers. Oh, okay. I'll do I'll do producers. Okay. Uh, big thank you to at Nerd Numbers. Thank you. Thank you to Zero Charisma. Thank you. Thank you to Aaron Burser. Thank you so much. Thank you to AJ. Thank you. Thank you to uh, Andrew Hall, De- Andrew Howe, Deck the Halls with Blood. Not sure why that fucked me up. Oh, we got there. Thank you. Uh, thank you to Asking Seven. Thank you so much. Thank you to Bob Grenville. Thank you. And thank you to Bootler Bootleson. Thank you. Let me swoop in here. Thank you to Brian who Tom knows. Thank, thank you. to Brock who loves the meat millie. Thank, thank you. to Brito wants you to drink water, hit the gym, and do the Scott because they loves y'all. Pick it up. <laughs> thank you to Chester's Prophet. Thank you. Thank you to Christopher Roberts Sparts Esquire. Thank you. Thank you to Dan Hackroyd. Thank you. Thank you to Davey, the ghost of East Las Vegas, Francis. Thank you. And thank you to David Knife Boot Henson. Knife Boot. Knife Boot. All right. All right. All right. right. So a teeny tiny bit of explanation, I guess, is in order. Um, okay. All right. I fought against this. But I know. I know. Okay. But but I stood up for the, you know, continuing to have a show that people want to listen to and are not confused by. Um, <laughs> so while the strike is going on, we decided that for the I mean, we're going to play around with the format a little bit. <laughs> so, uh, we sure are. So this week, instead of looking at, I don't know, new trailers from from uh, big studios like Disney or Netflix or Warner Brothers, who are just shitting all over uh, our friends right now, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the top 10 trailers from July 1993. Woo! That is, what, 30 years ago? 30 years ago, exactly, Fuck Dave. me, yep. Uh, which are, but for the record, also from Disney and Warner Brothers and all the companies. <laughs> yeah, but they already the came out. Is, 
That's what I'm yeah. saying. These these movies can't hurt you. Right. Anymore. We we're not this, yeah. these aren't struck productions or anything. These movies have been out for three decades. Uh yeah. you've probably seen some of them. <laughs> yes. You I've have. seen all yeah. of them. So. The, uh, <laughs> you know. We 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 talked about this last week. We're not necessarily legally obligated to not cover it. No. But this just feels nicer. Yeah. Uh, and and we have other ways of doing someone suggested, by the way, Tom, uh video game trailers. Which oh. maybe maybe that's not a terrible idea. There I mean video games are horrific on their employees but yeah they, they're not you know, they're not really different? any better um, i don't know we'll see i mean but, they're let, not a struck company that's the point the point is is we have a bunch of ideas for different uh types of strike casts that we can do this is but one of them uh-huh so and now we are starting with the movie <clears throat> hocus pocus <laughs> so this was number 10 in july number 1993 in july 1993 i don't remember what week i guess it's for the entire I month. for the month yeah i think it's what we were going for yeah uh what'd you guys think of this trailer you, you, you seen hocus pocus I, you guys seen hocus pocus i thought it was so delightful i was just like you know they don't make trailers like this anymore <laughs> They really don't. It's really, um, yeah, the, something we're going to have with, I think, all of these trailers is the excessive narration, which mm-hmm. is a thing that they just yeah. don't really do anymore. It was big well, in the, in, in like the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. They only do as a throwback now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is... But they they used to have some dude just sit there and, and give you the cliffs notes of the movie yeah, while the trailer right. was the playing. Classic, the classic trailer man voice, too. Yeah, the one that everybody oh, yeah. knows so that in a world uh, that I didn't—that's not a very good impression at all. Uh, but that guy, actually, I know that guy's name is Don DeLaFontaine, right? Oh yeah, or and Don they, LaFontaine. I assume, I assume what they did is they just spend like a day doing these, right? Yeah, maybe doing like a batch, maybe five or six, uh, or maybe more. I don't know. I don't know how good they were. I feel like you could shit out like fifty of these in a day, uh, but also I feel like maybe maybe that's. Uh, reductive i feel like i maybe saw like an old like new like newscast interview with that guy and he's just probably he just had a home office and he would do it on his phone <laughs> like oh my god and he's probably s- just so rich yeah well he's absolutely. he has since passed uh don lafontaine but he he did voice like according to his wikipedia something like over five thousand trailers and he's Jesus. he's he's the voice that you knew if you grew up watching these trailers mm-hmm. yeah is mm-hmm. he doing the hocus so is this him the hocus pocus one? I don't, actually we're talking about him i'm not sure if this one is him but he does right. like three of the other ones that we watched today yeah. oh yeah because there's this voice but then there's the we're having fun right there's 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 like this this is this one the hocus pocus trailer is the fun guy yeah fun guy yeah this is like it feels like disney's guy like whoever if it's not not him it's like disney had someone who was like this guy sounds close enough (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's he just he'd sit down he'd inhale some nitrous and then he'd do his voice over (laughs) and just be so excited you're gonna have fun with these witches (laughs) the sanderson sisters are back uh this is the director of newsies i didn't realize that oh that all makes sense i haven't seen hocus pocus since i was a child i believe i remember it kind of scaring me as a child you know because of witches as a kid this was a very scary movie as an adult it's so delightful (laughs) i have to sit down with this movie i i owe it to this movie to revisit it and newsies frankly i think it was also written by mick garris wasn't it 
Really? Am I making that up? I might be making I that up. I don't know. Uh, nope. I see Nick, Mick Garris. He's one of three. Ah. Was Hocus Pocus yeah. PG-13 or PG? It's PG. It's PG. Okay. Because, like, the premise is about, like, a virgin teenager. Yeah, a like, virgin that's, sacrifice. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Like, and I keep, I remember watching it again as an adult. I'm like, wait, this is a kid's movie. And they're talking about virginity, like, like it's no thing. And right. I'm like, I don't know if like it would get the same rating today. Oh yeah, it's also about like the uh, teenage boy fighting against like uh, uh, just like witches. Like <laughs> it just feels weird. <laughs> it's like I don't know. I feel like a, a teenage boy fighting like pagans is just something that happens on Twitter now all the time. Right. He's just a bully yeah. in a high school. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, they were going to try to eat his sister. Witches. That's true. <laughs> yeah, they That's were. True. They were going to do that. This is from also, and it's funny that we've we've accepted this about Hocus Pocus, right? Where it is one of the movies that's like, you know, the Salem witch trials. Nah, they were. Nah, right they to were do totally that. real. <laughs> and we've all just been like, you know what, Hocus Pocus. Okay, sure. <laughs> you get you, you get, get a, pass. a pass on that. You get a pass. I mean, it's not the only <laughs> one that did it, and then we were like, okay, like Harry Potter well, does yeah. it too. Yeah, of course. It's just it's funny when we make when we when we choose the selective enforcement of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) Oh man. Oh, it's got Thora Birch in it. Yeah, she's a little girl, I believe. Right? Yeah, she's the the kid. Um, uh, The zombie is Doug Jones. Fuck, you're right. It is. Mm -hmm. Oh God, what a good movie. It's fun. I I can't say anything about the sequel because I did not watch that. I don't uh, I want either. to, but yeah. I think they're going to make another one. It's hard to want to watch the sequel when I need to watch Hocus Pocus. Where I'm like, if I sat down to watch Hocus Pocus 2 right now, I just throw on Hocus Pocus 1. I because Yeah, you know. exactly. I just it it just didn't need it. It was fine. It's it's a it had a good ending. Oh, yeah. It was good. <laughs> I'm sure the sequel's a delight because it's like it's also like what you know, what does it's it pretty low stakes. Yeah, like who? You yeah, know, who's going to be that upset about a Hocus Pocus sequel? Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, this, this one's got the '90s vibe. You know, you got to yeah. That's like part of this is nostalgia, right? Like I feel like watching the sequel, it's stripped of nostalgia mm-hmm. uh, yes. for me at least. So there's probably like it's probably a little less enjoyable just because of that. The '90s of it all is part of the appeal for me. No. What were you going to say, Tom? Um, I was going to say, uh, even though this trailer was like, it was like the number 10 movie in July, I do remember that Hocus Pocus uh, was a failure in the theater. It was on video and Didn't they, being played they on the- mentioned it, yeah. Th- yeah, yeah they, it was being- It played it was, on Disney Channel a lot. Yeah, it was Disney Channel and video rentals that made it huge. Yeah. I mean- I was talking to some other people about this with horror, which is like, why would you put this movie out in July? And I think I actually know the answer, uh, which is that it would then they knew it'll because be on this home was video time, in October. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They knew at this point they were calculating home video and there was a bigger gap between home video. So they yeah, they they'd go summer release everybody's out of school and then you'd rent it for Halloween. Oh, is the idea. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should we move on yeah, to we another? Can move on. Yeah. To the... All right. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of horror, 
Uh, this next trailer is for Son-in-Law. Uh, the Polly Shore comedy Son-in-Law. Now, I'm, this trailer is narrated, pretty sure, by the same guy that narrated the Hocus Pocus trailer. It's like, he, he was comedy voice, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can You can hear in his voice that he's building up to the record scratch moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he's so Holy excited shit. to get there. He can barely contain it. Yeah. This. But listen, I, my God. Yes. Yeah. Please. <laughs> I've seen some. Well, I'm, I'm a Polly Shore fan. Well, fans strong word. I watched a lot of Polly Shore movies when I. I enjoyed Polly Shore. Yeah, this was for me. But watching this trailer and imagining it in a vacuum, the funniest thing is they don't bother to establish what Polly Shore is. No, this is banking <laughs> entirely on his popularity at the time. So di- yeah. divorced from 1992, <laughs> 93, this trailer is madness. Was this pre or crawl. after Biodome? This is pre. This is pre. Okay. Yeah. This is really and, next to Encino Man, which is not technically a Polly Shore movie because he's a supporting character. This is like yeah. his biggest hit, is Son in Law. Oh. I Encino, Encino Man, Man is Encino Man's his best film, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's his the most complex his characters ever get is in Encino Man. He has ups and downs. He acts, you know, he mm-hmm. performs in that movie. Mm-hmm. But this one, like, just again, like, removed from context, them not bothering, and the fact that he doesn't act like a like a teenager. Like that's the thing is he's the, the idea is like oh he's a teenager from California and it's like no he's not no he's a grown Nobody. ass man yeah he is an adult <laughs> yeah. man he's like thirty. Um, and he also just acts completely unhinged in this trailer yeah. and just says random shit. Well, if it's like, not, if it's not random, it's stuff like him walking in on, on the mom and saying, you're giving me a semi. Yeah, yeah exactly. Was, and then he, so he, he, <laughs> he makes her over and they show him like bring her to the, to the barn dance to, to dazzle her farmer husband. And he says to, um, uh, his fr- his friend who, you know, if you've seen Son-in-Law, they eventually fall in love at the end because, of course, it's a rom-com. Um, I am blanking on her name. It's Carly Cugino. Um, okay. He says to her, check out the wood I gave <laughs> or I made for him. Yes. <laughs> it's fucking wild. It's so it's, weird. It's it reminds so weird. me of the Key, the key and Peele hype man sketch <laughs> where he's just oh, yeah. like raving lunatic. Yeah, where he's just, just a maniac. <laughs> It's that where it's like you look back at this and you're like, he's just on a rampage in this trailer. Like, there's no reason they should accept him. It's not because they're all conservative country people. Yeah, it's, it's because he's running around talking about his dick. The 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 movie. OK, I like Son-in-Law. Yeah, <laughs> the movie is. Much, I mean, obviously, this is a minute long trailer that they're cramming it all into. The movie's like much more nuanced. And it's it's. It's like I wrote in the notes he's pleasant villain them because that's basically what it is. It's, yeah, it's like yeah. he, he moves into the middle of this extremely conservative Midwestern community and basically gets them all to loosen up and have more fun. It's, you know, um, yeah, uh, <laughs> this trailer is unhinged. though. It's so <laughs> funny. No, it opened with them saying something about like this town has not changed for generations. And I was yeah. like, right. I was just like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a problem if it hasn't changed in several generations like that's a real problem like you're talking like (laughs) oh yeah that's hundreds of years yeah Yeah. i was like (laughs) no they yeah they accept him but a lot of that probably has to do with the fact that he's white like if if that's the case yeah Yeah. um wait star have you seen this movie i feel like 
it's a vague memory. Like, I must have seen it back <laughs> then, but I couldn't give you, like, any details. But I, I could also just be blending in, like, any other Polly Shore movie I watched. <laughs> right. What's... What's funny about Polly Shore, we discovered when we did Encino Man on a movie night, and then I've watched Son-in-Law recently, and it mostly bears true in that movie, too, is that Polly Shore isn't nearly as, at least in those two films, he's not nearly as problematic as you might expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like... No, in Encino Man, he's the hero compared right. to Sean Austin's character. Um Right, who's, he's who's like he's nightmare. he's like reasonable and nurturing, and yeah. like and in son-in-law, he's like sex positive, and he's 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 a little gender fluid, and it's like it's you know it's 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 not as dated he's as you not, might expect it to be, like yeah. like a like an Ace Ventura movie or something, or like um, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah. He is surprisingly yeah. I don't, I don't know like gentle is the word yeah or like um not threatening he's not compassionate (laughs) yeah compassionate yeah Yeah, there it is it's really it's really weird when you watch it they probably had to do that to balance out him saying like he's getting like a boner from like the mother-in-law kind of thing you know like it's like how do you how do you make someone saying that to you and you don't immediately feel like threatened you know (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) that was also yeah that was also during the period of of American comedies where uh, somebody could say that, like a man could say that to a woman and it would be considered like funny or awkward or cute in the movie, the movie would treat it that way. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> it's like, not that. Uh, and it was like, 90s. oh, okay, you just need, I never need to be alone in a room with this person. <laughs> like, it's yeah. that vibe. Yeah. You're like, ah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Free Willy. Let's talk about uh, Free Willy. With Lori Petty, Lori Petty, I, I, Michael Madsen. The, well, they the the trailer, the Rotten Tomatoes trailer says on uh, the title is Free Willy, a Michael Madsen movie. <laughs> it's like, is it though? Is it a Michael Madsen movie? Mm, no, he plays the kid's foster dad. Yeah, which is surprising that he's not playing like a villain. Um, it really is. It, it, it's yeah. Michael Madsen in a kids movie, especially. You're like, man, there's no way. It's yeah. it's like it's I mean it's like another actor in another movie that's further down this list. It's like really oh, he's yeah. not uh, yeah. the bad guy in this movie. All right. Yeah. <laughs> However, remember. Michael Ironside is in this movie and he is very much the bad guy, the whale hoarding <laughs> yeah. villain, yeah. Michael Ironside. Of he is. <laughs> Nobody so, steals whales. <laughs> I have a I have a a thing about so I feel like this movie. Maybe I'm wrong, and I don't I don't mean to. Uh, blow them up on the podcast but i was watching i think the simpsons with hana and and there was a free willy parody and hana said like i know this is a parody of something but i don't know what and i was like you don't know what it's free willy really how could you not know but i'm wondering if this um has like a because what the thing about free willy is it i think it was like a fucking flash in the pan wasn't it like that, that if you that weren't image, of a specific age it kind of came and went it was huge i, I remember you know michael jackson did a song that's right yeah. that image i think um i think you had to be at least of an age where you were old enough to like retain the imagery because that like that that image of and it's you you, you point this out in, in the 
uh, notes that like the trailer basically gives you the entire movie. But like the selling image it of the does. movie, like Willie jumping over the kid, like that's the that's the finale. That's the climax. That is Willie free- being freed. <laughs> but it right. was all the posters. It was it was the image that they slapped everywhere. And that's what the Simpsons parody is. It's just cashing in on that that shot. So and I think right. I think you just had to have been of a certain age in 1993 when it came out. Yeah, this movie made so much money. It I mean, really did. That it's yeah. really, really did. Ten. It made me not ever want to go to the Miami Seaquarium again because yeah. there's absolutely still a killer whale and a tiny ass tank that's there. This and is right. It's a bummer. <laughs> it's a What's, big bummer. Star, you'll appreciate this. I wanted to go to SeaWorld, my brother and I both. So bad when we were kids, like so desperately. Mm-hmm. And my mom refused to take us to SeaWorld. Uh, for that reason, that's great. Like she yeah. was like, "No, they're mean to the animals." <laughs> I'm not yeah, taking. Is, like is... she wouldn't take us to the circus either for the same reason. Yeah, yeah. same. This I was is... like super into SeaWorld. I wanted to go, like, because I'd gone to the Seaquarium too, like the local one, like a lot as a little kid. Because you know they had shows and just right. Yeah, yeah, you don't this, you don't understand like... that when you're a kid. You just want to yeah. see the animals, and it's just yeah. like, oh no. <laughs> I remember when Blackfish came out, I didn't see it because I was like, I've seen Free Willy. I'm not going to these, like, I'm never going to SeaWorld or an aquarium again, uh, which, yeah, because they're just, they're depressing as fuck. Yeah, Zoos as well. really are, yeah. I think the one in California, they've gotten, mo- like, they don't do, they don't have a killer whale anymore for sure. I don't know if they still do dolphin stuff. I think it's mostly like sea lions stuff because right. they're not endangered and there's tons of them. But yeah, and it's mostly movie, roller coasters now. They're like, well, come, please come to our coasters. We're, we're not I focusing on animals. They're pivoting. SeaWorld's actually doing that too a bit. Yeah. Because, you know, people don't like torturing animals anymore. No. No, we're not into it's, it as much. Why are we making animals jump through hoops? <laughs> so, yeah. I, I get such it a early, shitty early thing on. to do. I know. I get it early on when, like, animals back in the day where, like, we hadn't fully conquered the earth and, like, getting eaten by a lion or a wolf was still a possibility. Mm-hmm. I see then, like, fe- really feeling ourselves once we've conquered animals to be like, we're going to make them do tricks. But then, you know, maybe a year of that and then it just feels cruel. And, you know, I don't know why the fuck we do it. Um, This movie... It feels a little gross, although the more I read about it, the more it seemed like the movie was made as a specific appeal, not only to help orcas, but to free the specific this orca specific in the movie. Whale, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And that's kind of all it did, from what I can tell, uh, is free the one orca who died a year after it was freed, uh, which I don't think has to do with it being freed necessarily. It died of pneumonia. Yeah, uh, they said I read the I read the Wikipedia arc, article on this orca because I was just like, oh no, like did it just die right away? And essentially, <laughs> like it, since they had taken it in when it was like two years old, so it was still a baby, it was right. just still so used to humans that when they released it, they it like attempted to kind of go closer to some like wild orcas, but was just never accepted. So it followed wild orcas. But then whenever it saw, like, human boats, like, the people following it to make sure it's fine, it would just gravitate more toward the people. And so it Aww. just, like... And they helped it. They would help feed it. They would help, like, try to get it to be, like, you're out here. We're not going to let you like, die. Like, but it just never was able to reintegrate into, like, a proper wild pod. Yeah, that's and then it got, like a nerdy it, kid at a party. Yeah, and then it got pneumonia and passed. So it's, like, 
And then, like, the backstory between, like, the organizations are like, yeah, I know he died, but, like, at least he had some time in the wild. Because otherwise, it would have been, it would have just always experienced a small, yeah. like, yeah. place. And it's just like, yeah, I guess, but, like, yeah, I mean, it's that like a nerdy kid. screwed no matter what. It's like- it's yeah, like a kid who's raised on like 70s music and then has to go to high school. He's like a homeschool kid. can't connect. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a homeschool, homeschool kid. kid. Like I've, I've heard that a lot where it's like the the big danger once animals that have only ever been in captivity, it's like, well, you kind of can't release them because they don't know how to take care of themselves. And right. like this whale had been in there for like over a decade. So it's like you bone these animals the instant you drop them in a tank. Right, it feels intuitive now, but the key is to never to capture never them. capture them, right? right. <laughs> and not like put them in cages. There's there's a current effort for because there's still like a bunch of orcas that are still imprisoned, and they're trying to make it so like okay, we can't release them into the wild, but maybe we can make like essentially a better a, a better like captive captive situation. Like they shouldn't be in small like a tanks. preserve. Yeah, yeah. So they yeah. want to like find like essentially somewhere off the coast of Mexico or somewhere like in Norway where they could essentially have a sea container where it's like, it's on the ocean, it's in the ocean, but it's just big. And so they, they like, you know, could swim around a little bit better. They're not in like a tiny ass tank and they could actually That'd like, be cool. Yeah. That's, that's the more current like attempts, but I don't know how successful that's going to be or, or, yeah. or we eat them. Yeah, just eat them. What's well, we funny eat them is somebody way. Way. That into it. some either whaling way. company suggested that they take the oh, dough. No. I, I bet and the whaling like, company suggested that. Uh huh. In that article, what if we like, eat some, the whale? Some whaling company was like, "What? It's better for the whale if you just kill it and divide the meat up and give it to like." you know kids in that's africa so like funny. literally was the quote was like yeah <laughs> that's so funny that they're like everybody's pitching in ideas and the whaling company's like well we could kill it for you, you. Kill, and they're like, like yeah we we know you can't yeah, we're good. when you have a hammer every problem looks like a nail you know yeah <laughs> we're like, well we can kill it <laughs> holy no, moly we, we, we know we'll call you if we need you to do that yeah so yeah, free willy. Uh, just just one more I... thing. One more thing. I only found this out like a month ago, and this blew my mind. Apparently, like right. most of the footage of the whale in the film is an animatronic whale. Which really? I, yeah, like I had always thought that the whole movie was a real whale. Yeah. Um, and apparently, That's... it's it's really only the stuff where you see Willie like in the tank because they were filming it while he was in the real whale was in like a holding tank while his like theme park was getting fixed or something. But like, uh-huh. like the stuff of him in the ocean and the close-up shots and everything of him like reacting, apparently that's all animatronics. Wow. Right. And apparently the big famous jump is CGI. Of course. They uh, didn't really compositing. do that. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's really fun that since it was animatronic, they probably had people on this movie who had really, who had worked on Jaws. Like I assume like when you're like, how do you make an animatronic giant yeah we got fish you. creature it's like oh yeah we got some people to call and they're like okay so do we need to give it like is there a scene where it eats someone and they're like no why and they're like oh right 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 okay but, you yeah know, orcas we in got the you. wild though like they eat like a hell of a lot of things oh they're pricks <laughs> i mean I, I i've said it before we stay stay out of the ocean stay out yeah, of the why, ocean why would yeah. you go in there it's it's yeah yeah, and orcas are one of the monsters in the ocean. Did you it's guys just a, it's happen to just cover a plastic landscape of demons. Sorry. <laughs> Did you guys happen to cover the orcas like who are like going after people's yachts? No. No, um but again I'm 
I'm not on the orca's side more than I'm just like, yeah, don't go out there. I don't know what to tell you. They have every right to ruin your yacht. Yeah, like, what you know? do you? What's the solution here? Like, I don't like. Yeah, like, yeah. I, like, yeah, I'm not necessarily on the orca's side, but it's like, well, what? I mean, but also, I'm kind of more on the orca's side than I'm not, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. We're going into their home. Listen, <laughs> like, you break into someone's house, things might happen. Yeah. Yeah. apparently it started with i forget her name but it's like a really cool like it's like her name was like white betty or something that the lead orca oh, she sweet. she got hit by a yacht and was like oh fuck these things I and never like, forgot that shit never <laughs> forgot it and like told essentially has been teaching the rest of her pod to go after yachts and so it was really just one pod that was doing it and then in a few months after that, like other pods started doing it. So they're all teaching each other how to get these birds. They're, they're sea elephants. Like elephants also have revenge uh, that they that they carry out. Yep. They, uh, yeah, I lo- I love it because you feel like they're very close to, like I don't know. Give it a million years, maybe they're running the show. You know, mm-hmm. like I feel like they're on their way to as, something. As soon as they grow thumbs, it's all over. Oh, yeah, there was that Onion article about that, literally. Oh. That's, oh, shit, says scientists, dolphins crush thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, these, I mean, again, stay out of the ocean. Yeah, why would we ever go in there? Don't do that. Yeah, it's not for you. Yeah. And land, I guess, if there's elephants. I do Get love, away from elephants. Yeah, I do stay love away from the, the elephants. <laughs> yeah, seriously, yeah. leave them alone. Just, leave, just stop fucking with things. That's not so hard. Yeah. Stop fucking with things. Yeah. They're not fucking with you. Yeah. No, Orcas well, aren't coming into your house taking pictures of you. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> but they will. <laughs> they will. Uh, should we talk about this next one? Sure. Uh, it's a little confusing. Snow White, but this is the re-release. It's not like that terrifying, what is it, Sigourney Weaver one? Yes. This is the Disney re-release of Snow White, uh, which is which from is the a, 60s. A th- it's from the 30s. <laughs> I was close. I was close. <laughs> Uh, it's a thing they used to do. Uh, they, yeah, Disney, they lots of, lots of movies uh, studios used to do this, where they would just re-release their big hits every every few years before home video yeah. became a thing. Now they just live action it. But, yeah, uh, yeah. The, ori- this, uh, the original IP of like, oh, this is a, a what was it when they're copyright free at that point? Public domain. Public yeah, domain. Like, like oh, let's just yeah. take this public domain story and we can steal it. Yep. <laughs> I have never seen this movie. Oh, it's good. I've gone on the ride. The ride was fun. You've seen the movie. Yeah, you've seen the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how I, I kind of feel that way. Where uh, Let me, all right. Can I guess what the movie is? Sure. Uh-huh. All right. So Snow White, um, she's, on, uh, I assume, a princess on a castle or something. Mm-hmm. She gets chased. On the castle. On the castle. That's an interesting, interesting twist, Dave. <laughs> yeah. She gets chased by, like, boogans or something mm-hmm. into the forest and meets seven dwarves who are hardworking and they sing. Uh, and it's not weird. It's not weird. It's and they develop like weird. a relationship with her. And she hangs out there. And then there's a witch for some reason. Oh, there, isn't there a mirror? Yes, there is a yeah, mirror. Yeah, there is a mirror. A very ah. famous mirror. <laughs> so there's a witch talking to a mirror. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she hates that Snow White is more like beautiful than her. You're killing it and so then, far, Dave. And then she, does she go out into the woods to meet Snow White? She does. And offers her an apple. She does. To poison her. Yes. Even though it feels like Snow White's not a problem. I mean, I'm making up the plot, 
But I, I, I feel like she's already in the woods. You don't have to fuck with her. She's, she's already in exile. Pretty but much. Whatever. <laughs> it's kind of the plot of the witch. But um, it's not not so that. She, and then it, it poisons her. She passes out. And then there's a the huntsman who exists and is just like also a woods. He's just a woods person. And then he kisses her because he's weird and it wakes her up and then the witch goes away <laughs> dies you almost you almost nailed it a prince a random ass prince kisses her the, the huntsman yes. takes snow white out in the forest to kill her and cut her heart out at the queen's I orders was close. you were close i was close you were close but he, but he, but he, he lets her go because he lets she's her a- go He's she's a thirteen okay. year old girl and is like this is fucked up. Right, yeah, because he has a flare up of conscience. <laughs> and why are there seven dwarves? What what They're part just, do they play in they all just, this? They just are. She they they find or, they or she the finds them in the woods. Yeah, and they they basically keep her alive because she gets to live with them. Okay, sounds fucked. Yeah, the I think their the original premise is that she's she's the king's daughter and it's his. Uh, his new wife her, his new wife the who you know the evil stepmom trope who's just mm-hmm. like right. this little girl's growing up and she's gonna a take over the throne b she's hotter than me this is she's got to go which is why like the importance of she needs to be dead is there is because it's like a royalty thing got it yeah that i feel like that's why they all these stories have a lot of royalty because one, it's like there, it's like the old timey version of watching Succession. Mm-hmm. Like they just loved that. But two, people kill each other more when it's about like, well, Succession. When it's about like, yeah, who's who's going to be in charge next? Mm-hmm. You got to kill them. You can't just like tell them to fuck off. Yeah, if you've not seen the movie, it is pretty fucked up. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah sounds fucked up. It's oh, a yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Walt Walt Disney was the original like Spielberg in terms of uh, he caught a lot of heat for uh, uh, scaring children when this movie came out. Yeah, yeah. there's um, a particular so, scene yeah. where she's running when she's running away and she's going to the forest for the first time. It's like all black. She's running. These eyes are just like popping up, and it's like scary sounds. And the animals rightfully look scary at night in the forest and. Yeah, as a kid, like it was just like this is this is a lot for me. I don't like this movie. Oh yeah, I mean, I remember the ride freaking me out. Oh yeah, Uh, yeah. I did the same thing. It was like this is this is bad. This is terrifying. Yeah, it's no Mister Toads, but it was quite a nightmare. Yeah. Also, the the near murder scene with Huntsman and Snow White is is like is like shot like a Hitchcock film. Mm -hmm. nice like he just Mm -hmm. they just did it like a regular movie like all the human characters are rotoscoped in this so they all look incredibly lifelike well not 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 necessarily lifelike but like their movement true to life in there yeah they look and feel like real people so it feels like a real you know situation that you're watching it's just it's like weirdly intense for the first disney movie Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you forgot. Th- it's like you tend to forget hard. that things went hard as shit in the thirties. Oh, mm-hmm. well, they had to teach kids, you know, <laughs> yeah. about death. It's yeah, also br- like- it's like a brisk sixty minutes too. This movie is yeah. like the hardest hour that Disney has produced. <laughs> I'm sorry, Star. Oh. Uh, you uh, I was something. just thinking of like the random prince at the end because he just straight up shows up. He's not a character. Nope. I think at all. Maybe no. she sings about him in the beginning. Like, I hope a prince will come and like hang out with me. But like. That's, I think, the only well, mention of a prince. And then yeah. he just shows up at the end. He <laughs> is seem... a prince. <laughs> yeah, early Disney, 
The they were always just horny for uh yeah a prince a just prince. R- it give me matter. a prince it doesn't, it doesn't matter. really matter. Doesn't matter yeah yeah he didn't get a name I don't think I don't a lot of nah. them don't <laughs> yeah Cinder- Cinderella's is charming I think that's so it's, that, yeah. that's so it's the Sleeping name they Beauty gave him. right I think so and then I think when Sleeping Beauty came around they finally like. Because he was like the most active prince, was the Sleeping Beauty prince. Right, he's the most active. Like he has the most, the biggest kind of role out of any of them in the story. Yeah, yeah. he he does something. <laughs> yeah, and she actually meets him beforehand. Right. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I've seen Sleeping Beauty. Oh, either, Sleeping Beauty fucks. Sleeping Beauty guy. Yeah. Fucking, how is that not also Snow White? It's the the sleeping and the kiss. Isn't that the same shit? No, Sleeping Beauty has like fairy lore in it. It's pretty. It's great. But there is still. Is it still like the kiss waking up? Well, thing? of course. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. A fairy true. Tale. They, so they. But they did two. They did two of those right next to each other. Yeah, they did. Well, not right next to each other. Cinderella was in okay. between. I got it. Yeah. And a couple I've like seen Pinocchio seen and Dumbo, I think, were all in between. There was a few movies that separated it. I watched the yeah. shit out of Cinderella. But yeah, the princes, they're just a dick and a smile exactly. for the most yeah. part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I like Cinderella 3, A Twist in Time. Because yes! Oh it, my god, you've seen Cinderella 3. <laughs> yeah, it gives the it gives the prince Oh, we've um, covered agency. it. I it think gives, we covered it on Best Bad Movie, right? Something. It, yeah, I brought it, I think. Yeah, it gives both of them more agency, right? Yes. Because it... Yeah it reassesses their relationship. Whereas Cinderella, it's just like, did your f- foot sit in the shoe? Like, okay, good. It fits in the stupid shoe. Let's have babies and get married. Like, it's fucking weird. But like, <laughs> Twisted weird, Time man. actually like, yeah, gives them agency, realizes the stepsisters a little more. It's a good movie. Yeah, I think you would like Sleeping Beauty though. Like, he does, like, they do meet each other before, like, you know, all the shit goes down. Right. You know, and like there's personality there. She's not into him like immediately. Like they have to kind of sing a song and dance. And then they're like, oh, actually, you're cool. Mm. And then like the story really starts. And then like, it's interesting. It's good. And the art style, it's, um, oh, my gosh, what was the name of the she was Disney's only female art director? Not Maybe not director. Mary, Mary something. But she did all the. um the 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 pre-design like all the stuff before the movie when they were figuring out the styling it was all her artwork and you know she 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 was like one of the few female employees at disney at the time and her stuff was really really good so just for that alone is also yeah it's a real distinct style shift from those earlier movies yeah and it kind of sets the stage because it feels like they were slowly getting into like that renaissance art look which is like not exactly this, but it feels similar. I guess it's not that it's a little. Yeah. Mary Blair uh, was her name. Mary Blair. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'll check this out. So uh, this first, and then if I, there's time, Snow White. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, yes. In terms of watching. Sleeping Beauty, yeah. Yeah. This yeah, is yeah. only an hour 15. So yeah. Uh, yeah, both of them together, that's just two hours. Yeah. You can take that in. Yeah. Let's move Why on. Not? <laughs> All right. You know what? We'll watch Robin Hood. Robin yeah. Hood? Robin Hood God, reuses the dancing. Robin Hood reuses. I know. <laughs> That's what reminded me. Yeah. Um, all right. Dennis the Menace. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is also a completely unhinged trailer. Yeah. This is like, uh, they should get rid of the kid, right? They should get rid of him. 
Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of on the old man's side. Like, why is this kid coming into your house and just like fucking around? Yeah, why, yeah, why is this be... kid sitting on my seventy year old chest and and slingshotting aspirin down my throat? And to be completely honest, like I don't think that's my age. I remember watching this as a kid and also thinking like that kid sucks. Yeah, because <laughs> he does. <laughs> um, I think in the notes you mentioned Problem Child. That was another movie where I was like, I yeah. hate these kids. Yes, same. I, was I, like, I don't like them. I was like, these kids, why are these kids so mean? Like, I, well, well Problem Child, one of the lady, the, the mom who adopted him, I remember her being horrible. Yeah, and in, in Problem Child, it's, 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 a, it's more like cathartic because the, he's shitty to people who are shitty. Um, yes. And then he sort of like right. becomes cured by the end. And that's kind of like the idea of the movie. But like his pranks are actually funny in this movie. They're not like, uh, like I did. I, I remember seeing this movie and being really like, it's very forgettable. Yeah. I remember Christopher Lloyd was like, he slowly like degrades within the movie yeah. because of like stuff that Dennis the Menace does to him. And I remember that being like horrifying, like awful body <laughs> horror. Was, uh, was he Switchblade Sam? He is Switchblade <laughs> yeah. Sam, and I want to talk about that. Where this trailer is like, it gets to one point, and it's like, you're be- all the beloved cartoon characters finally come to life. Mr. Wilson, Mrs. Wilson, Margaret, Jeff, Switchblade Sam. <laughs> it's like, fucking what? Am I having I think- a stroke? <laughs> so where, Dennis the Menace is like, is that like... I feel like it's it's older than even Boomer era, where it's like, this was like grandparents. Right, like I, Mis- I Mr. So. Wilson was like a World War One veteran or something. Yeah, and I feel like I this apparently did well, because we have it on this list, but it feels like it was that appeal of like, bring your kids to this thing that they won't know what it is, uh, which we still do today, right? Right, mm-hmm. they're banking on uh, the general premise will entertain the kids once they're there, once you bring yeah. them there. Yeah, it's And it's so smart. I assume <laughs> Yeah, I assume Switchblade Sam was like a deep cut. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's in the comics and like I don't know, the nerds at the time were like, Oh my god, they even have Switchblade Sam in there. I assume. Uh but I could be completely wrong because I'm not interested in this, nor will I look it up. I was gonna say I'll look it up. <laughs> yeah. Tom, you pointed out something that makes sense now that now that I know it about why this movie kind of lightly terrified me. Um, which, as you pointed out, it's directed by Nick Castle, is. who is, for people who don't know, he is Michael Myers. Yeah, in the original <laughs> film. In the original Halloween, he's Michael. He's also uh, wrote uh, Escape from several, New York. Yeah, Escape from Among New others. York, Escape from L.A. Um, he's and he also in the close-up shots in the new Halloween trilogy. He is also playing Michael Myers in that. I, I have some news about Switchblade yes. Sam. <laughs> okay, I oh, no. can't wait to hear this. So, um, unlike the other characters, Switchblade Sam was never referred to by his name, neither when spoken to nor when spoken about. Like he'll, the only reason we know this guy's name is Switchblade Sam is because of the trailer. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's weird. Um, uh. Go real quick. Nick Castle also wrote Hook, and also um, directed Major Pain and Mister Wrong, and that ex- and the Last Starfighter. So that at least puts him into a little more context of why he did this. Yeah. Uh, 
I think I'm, we're going to have to watch this movie, right? We probably will. It just when it was just like a film by Nick Castle at the end. I was like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of uh, <laughs> it's, it's ninety three was a hell of a year. Yeah, yeah. Let's move on. But yeah, this movie this movie's a fucking nightmare. Let's yeah, uh, we'll move on. <laughs> Uh, rookie of the year. Oh man, I totally forgot about this movie. Really? I, I just, I gotta say, good premise. Like, I know it's basic, but like, oh, what if a kid played baseball? Yeah, because he has a magic arm. It's a no-brainer. That's, that's and of course, it was a big. I, I, I liked this movie. I haven't seen it in you know thirty years, but it's directed by Daniel Stern, who is also in it. He is super in it. Yeah, but there's someone else who's super in this. I confused yes. this movie with Angels in the Outfield. Is it the same That's... kid? No, the it's... Angels in the Outfield is Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh! So it's similar. There's a lot of, like, this Sandlot. I remember there was a lot of, like brown-haired kid with baseball cap mm-hmm. that's just this, like, generic blur in my head of, like, existing in many different uh, movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially around this time in the early 90s. Yeah. This kid grew up to be in The Rules of Attraction, yeah. which is kind of wild to me. He is, yeah. Yeah. And he's uh, in American but, Pie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But this also yeah. has uh, Gary Busey in it, and I feel like <laughs> there should be a law. There should be a law where you can't have Gary Busey in a kid's movie. That's ir- It's like having smoking in a kid's movie. It's irresponsible. <laughs> You shouldn't he's be one there. Of the baseball players, yeah. yeah. He's the pitcher. He becomes he becomes the kid's stepdad at the end. No, really? He sure does, Dave. Really? Fuck. Yes. That's awful. I literally went like, oh, when I saw him. I was just like, Jesus Christ. Because, you know, you gotta they should have a rating at the beginning. Like, you know, PGB. how many abuses? Yeah. yeah. That there's a Busey in there. No, you gotta let people know that. <laughs> I should say on the ticket. Yeah, but yeah, this we were we were churning these out, right? Yeah, there was a lot. Oh, there yeah. was a lot. We uh, like. There was we actually, actually made. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say we actually made baseball movies. We did a lot of baseball <laughs> uh, movies in the nineties. I was gonna say there was actually a variety of like movies, including sports movies. Like, it, like there was just a bunch of stuff. Yeah, that's something yeah. I wanted to point out as we were going through this is the, the all of the different kinds of movies that were the top movies of July 93, uh, which is... Oh, that's... Yeah. Yeah, that's important, is that we used to make, like, movies. Yeah, we used to make a lot <laughs> like, of different like, kinds of like movies. Like a variety of movies. Yeah. Like, young people listening... Uh, we're trying to tell you what could it, what could be, <laughs> like what was once and could be now, and could be which again. is like a box office where the top 10 isn't just sequels to the same three properties mm-hmm. where it's actually like, uh, uh, like there are big blockbusters on this list and then there are just like regular fucking movies. Uh, it was awesome. Yeah. It, it was, was really pretty fun. sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could actually just go to the movies and not know what you were going to go see and like, just kind of pick a genre. Like I'm in the mood for a romance. I'm in the mood for yeah. a comedy. Like, and you'd get something pretty high quality. <laughs> not always. Not always. Not Don't always. get me wrong. Yeah. Not always, but at least you ha- would have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's talk right. about, uh, speaking of genres, the next one is Sleepless in Seattle. Uh, 
This is uh I haven't seen this movie in a minute. I didn't realize how fucking stacked the cast is. Oh yeah, everyone's in this movie. Yeah. Everybody. It's got obviously Tom Hanks Meg Ryan, um, but it's also got uh Bill Bill Pullman. Yeah. <laughs> fucking David Hyde Pierce was there. Yep. Um uh uh now I'm blanking on them. There's, I saw there's a Rob O'Donnell. Reiner in there. There's a Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. yeah, Rosie O'Donnell. That's the one I was trying to think of. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. It all, it's also funny. I thought it, it is looked really I, sweet. I never saw it because I, I mean, I think I was like ten oh, or something yeah. <laughs> when this came out. But yeah, it looks really like cute. It looks like a cute movie. <laughs> It's one of those movies, kind of like Jerry Maguire, where it's lasted, we, we sort of, or like Austin Powers, where it becomes like a meme, uh, and then you go back and you watch it, at least the first Austin Powers, and you go like, oh, right, that's why it was popular. Mm. Like, it's it's actually, like, it's good, like, um, to some extent, and uh, this is no different. I really liked the joke where he says to the kid, he says, didn't you see Fatal Attraction? Yeah, to, <laughs> to a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that's just a funny they don't they, at least in the trailer they don't like call attention to how absurd that question is uh that's very that's cute yeah and I, we watched joe versus the volcano recently like you forget oh, tom I hanks love that movie. it's a pretty yeah. good movie tom hanks is fucking funny like i still remember watching road to perdition and thinking like this is new oh, like yeah. tom hanks doing like a serious role like this is new and weird and that was like in the 2000s mm-hmm. like it was for most of his career, he was, like, mostly funny guy. Yeah, he has, like, that, like, Hugh Grant, like, I'm a likable, charming, funny guy, like. Yeah. And they use that almost exclusively. I mean, obviously, he'd do, like, you know, Forrest Gump. He'd do, like, some he, he like, already, semi-serious things. He already had his Oscar for Philadelphia at this point. Uh, right, yeah. right, right, right. Um, I think what is word to perdition specifically is he had never played a villain. Never played a or villain. Or he had never played... No, he's still technically or a morally, not a villain in that. morally gray character. Yeah, he never played... Like, seeing him murder people in that, I'm just like, <laughs> <Yeah>. Tom! <laughs> Thomas! <laughs> yeah. Um, and, like, yeah, it was just such a different role. And now, again, it's like he's, you know, he's played a lot of complicated uh, characters. Be- I guess before that, too. But, yeah, uh, I don't know. Romantic comedies, man. He was so good at them. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is. I rewatched this one recently. It's it's good. It's good. It's yeah, it's sweet. It looks good. Um, yeah, it's uh. I, yeah. I might need to to just put that. How long is it? Is it a short one? <laughs> I think it's like an hour forty. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. It's See, not that's super. It's like a thing. Movie. I yeah, like that. Yeah. All these old movies are like under two hours. It's real nice. Right. <laughs> this would be like yeah, two and a half hours long now. Yeah, I'll I'll tell you the longest movie uh, on this list when we get to it. <laughs> sure. It might not be what uh, you think. Oh, I know what it is. It's it's considerably longer. Um, it's yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, it, this is a delight, fucking delight from the director of the remake of Bewitched. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Nora Ephron. Yeah, no, yeah. She did a bunch of stuff. She did um, uh, uh fucking. She wrote. I mean, obviously, you got mail. She wrote Michael. Everybody loves Michael. And, uh, she wrote Harry, when, when Harry, Harry met, met Sally. Sally. Yeah, when Harry met Sally. When Harry met Sally is, I think, the big one. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say, yeah. I haven't heard of, like, Michael's the movie with the angel, right? Yes. It sure is. Oh, man, that's been a minute. And that is uh, <laughs> yeah. not a very good movie. <laughs> I want to watch that movie. I, don't, I, I think I need to watch it alone because I feel like it's going to be a real bummer. <laughs> it's so phenomenal. Watch it by point. yourself. 
<laughs> yeah. Quietly so watching Michael. It's, with Bob Hoskins. He was apparently in it. I'm now reading. Yeah, he's the editor, I believe. Huh. Of the magazine of, that, that wants the I didn't article. know there was a magazine. Yeah, that's they're, they're writing an article about him. That's the premise of the film. Isn't there a dance number? Oh my God, is William Hurt in this? What's going on? <laughs> or maybe Joey William Lord Hurt's Adams? the editor. I can't remember now. I haven't seen Michael since the year 1996. Nobody has. Yeah, I Literally like, nobody. I remember, May- I don't it's one of those things where I'm like, did I see that movie as a kid? I feel like I did because no. clearly it struck a chord in my memory, but I can't <laughs> tell you anything about it except no. like his coat, I think. Yep, he John has a big Travolta old coat. Hasn't, he, John Travolta hasn't seen that movie since 96. He it, like even he's like in his mansion. It's it's late. He's like, man, I should I should like look at some of my old work. Right. He's, he's like through it. He sees Michael and goes, well, I'm not watching that. Jesus. Is, fuck. is tonight like, the night? Yeah. Nah. No, I'm not watching Michael. <laughs> uh, anyway. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at our list like, so wait, so we're at, we're, we've moved on from Michael, and then I realized Michael's not on our list. Um, in the line of fire is, though. <laughs> and now this, this is a fucking yeah, movie. This is the, right the Clint here. Eastwood movie where he's a Secret Service agent and John Malkovich is trying to assassinate the president. It's a pretty, I remember it being a pretty enjoyable film, but I haven't revisited I it in a too. long time. I saw it as a kid and I, I remember I remember this like vague childhood memory of like I remember a movie where a guy had a plastic gun yep. and it, it bugged me for so long and then it dawned upon me that that guy was John it's Malkovich. John Malkovich, yeah. <laughs> yeah. With a plastic gun. I need to rewatch gun. this. Yeah. <laughs> I think I saw it not too, too long ago, like in the last five years, but. Uh, oh, you're really, yeah. Uh, you're really uh, boned up, up on up your, you're in the line of fire. You're up to date. Yeah. <laughs> This is I this love this trailer. trailer. It's amazing. The trailer's great. It's <laughs> completely around the concept of how do you know how the number six is upside down number nine? And that's the whole they were like they built the trailer around that fact. And it was like he's a secret service agent who in nineteen what sixty three uh uh took a bullet or didn't take a bullet rather. Uh, and then like and then today he's gonna have to do it again and like it takes like a minute as they slowly flip the six with like a clock sound and then it's i'm just gonna describe the whole trailer i'm sorry clint eastwood picks up the phone they're like we need you and he looks right down the barrel of the camera and says some line and it was like wait hold on he hangs up the phone because right. the, the trailer is like a you're, it's you're hearing a voiceover from Malkovich the whole time how he's right he's taunting Clint Eastwood like you're gonna you're gonna be standing over the body of another dead president and then it cuts to Eastwood hanging up the phone and then he picks up his gun off the desk yes. and pulls the slide back to chamber around and holds it up to his face and he says something like not on my watch as he's looking <laughs> right at us so good i just want to point out the writer of this movie wouldn't work for another 10 years and then came back to write the screenplay for timeline okay timeline sure wait yeah that's is that the movie with with the people going back in time with the little radios that sounds like it could do they have little radios I don't know. It's the one where they go to like they become it's with Paul Walker, where they go it's back Michael to night, Crichton. night, night yeah. times. Oh, I'm thinking of something else. I'm thinking of Medieval somebody times. like talk somehow like they have a radio and they're talking oh, frequency. to like their dad in the past. That frequency, one. frequency, yeah. That one, okay. Also good, <laughs> but yeah, this uh, Wolfgang Peterson, of course, in the line of fire. I mean, 
this has to be a lot of fun, right? I, I watched it recently. I still don't quite remember it. <laughs> is it is it ghoulish to have... Because I realized also, this uh, 1963 uh, was, I think, was basically the equivalent of the 90s now, yeah, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, which bummed me, bummed me way out. Is it ghoulish? Because it's kind of the... I guess it's not the equivalent of someone where it's like, they couldn't stop 9-11. And now the next terrorism. Like, that's what they're... They're writing a movie about a fictional Secret Service agent who couldn't happening, save Kennedy. Though. Like, they could make it that It probably movie. will happen, yeah. In another, in another 10 yeah, years. I, Give it another 10 I, years. I think they could do it now, too. I mean, they made literally movies about 9-11, like, five years after it happened. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we don't true. have any shame. Um, right, I think they've already made that movie, actually. Right. Star, are you going to sit down within the line of fire? Ah, uh, no, I'm okay. I'm going to revisit <laughs> okay. this one. <laughs> Clint Eastwood with Rene Russo. The trailer uh, the trailer was it. That was peak for me. I liked seeing the nine <laughs> turn into a six. <laughs> That's the best part, yeah. Uh, I might have to rewatch And then this. him, like, threatening to shoot us, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder. Good, I wonder if they were try if were they were to try to remake this now with like any current presidents. Like I don't think people would be like watching this. I was just like, oh man, like they're like people give a shit about who the president is and they don't want them to like die at all. You I, know. I would. Well, <laughs> I would say yes and no because 1993. Wait, when's Independence Day? Was 95? 96. 96 i do recall seeing independence day in theaters on july 2nd because they kept rolling back the day uh and everybody just bursting into cheers when they exploded the white house so yes and no i would say right mm, okay yeah 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 okay because then i was just like i don't know like if somebody i i, I, I mean i wouldn't care <laughs> about any like politicians like at this right. point i'd be like yeah oh, yeah the they have to make one up. They have to make one up, and I assume this movie makes. Oh, one it's a up, fictional right? president. Yeah, yeah. It'd be amazing if it was fucking. Is Bill it Clinton? Clinton? Yeah, it's Clinton point? in '93. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, next row, we got a film called Jurassic Park. Uh, I have the trailer and the teaser. Looks pretty good. Yeah. Is this an indie. Yeah. Yeah. The, te the the teaser is madness. I never saw that. The Oh, I had seen it. It's on. I think it's on the DVD, the one with the with the James Earl Jones making of documentary mm -hmm. uh, that was like on HBO. Yeah, uh, it's a hell of a trailer. It's one where it's like the Godzilla trailers, where like they shot it specifically for it. Right, it's and just like, footage I, that was filmed for a trailer. I mm -hmm. wanted to point out the teaser because the actual trailer it's so unceremonious where it's treating it like any other movie and i'm like it's not every other movie you fucks it's jurassic park but they don't know that you know yeah uh, but the teaser gives it some hype because the teaser is just like talks about the amber and like zooms into a mosquito and it's got like intense trailer voice yeah and all and you hear is a dinosaur park. roar yeah like both of I remember seeing both of these trailers as a kid and thinking the movie would be more like oh this is like a fun like Discovery Channel science movie like it's a lot more fun seeming yeah yeah 
and then yeah, I remember, also remember as a kid just being not being able to get through this movie because of the T Rex, <laughs> just yep. being like, I can't watch this. <laughs> I keep trying to imagine what my little fucking brain thought seeing this trailer because. The CGI alone, they only show you glimpse of it, mm-hmm. which is really smart, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, there's no internet, so you can't like freeze frame it. I that must have blew my fucking mind, like seeing just glimpse of this like photorealistic dinosaurs, yeah, and like probably not being even sure of what I saw, you know, like not even registering it mm-hmm. in my little stupid uh, like idiot brain at the time. Uh. And it's just like, and they show just the right bits, right? Yeah. They show like a moment of the T-Rex, a moment of the Raptors. Mm-hmm. And you're just, it just looks so fucking good just on this trailer. Yeah. And just the tiniest bit of danger of just like, we've lost contact with the park. And you're just like, oh, yeah. okay. Like, <laughs> what's going to happen here? Yeah. It's just, I don't know what else to say. Well, it's Jurassic Park. It was awesome. It was it's good. Jurassic it was a good Park. movie. Should we move on? Yeah, yeah. Does anybody? Okay. Yeah, that, 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 uh, that, that, I really like that teaser, though. It's just yeah, like, really good. Uh, my favorite thing about the teaser, though, is the very end is um, it plays like, it. you know, it fades to black and then shows the Jurassic Park logo. And then it plays like a little Tyrannosaur scream, the one that we recognize from the movie. And then it plays yeah. another dinosaur noise that didn't make it into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, just a, like a, <laughs> it's like oh they didn't go with that one like no that one's terrible yeah <laughs> holy shit um god damn but that's not our final trailer and uh, that isn't to say that jurassic park wasn't on top of the world it's just that remember we're talking about july july Jurassic Park came mm-hmm. out in june yeah so the number one in july is the firm yes yeah this is also the longest movie on the list it is and it's the jurassic park of you know it's a jurassic park of legal thrillers thrillers. yeah yeah the firm was a huge book yeah what's that they still still added a moment of tom cruise just running at full speed oh yeah they knew yeah they knew i was just like why i was like this is a lawyer movie (laughs) yeah it is but it is a fucking it is a We've watched this fairly recently. We have, yeah. It's a fucking... It's an unhinged lawyer movie. It's, it's wonderful. <laughs> there's so many layers of, of deception and intrigue and murder. Uh, they show... Gary Busey comes back and they show you him being executed by the Jigsaw Killer. Yeah. That's right. Spoilers. Yeah. It's just yeah. full-on Jigsaw with Dean Norris behind him. Yeah. This is the summer of Busey. Uh, he he was on top of the world with this and Rookie in the year of the year. Yeah. This... uh. Yeah, I love that they just give that away in this. Uh, I mean, this movie rocks, right? I, I, the it's, Firm? Yeah, it's pretty it, sweet. Yeah, whenever I watch this era, I do like, you know, I like the Mission Impossibles. They're great. Mm-hmm. But I really do like miss when Tom Cruise gave a shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I, that isn't to say he doesn't. I mean, he he fucking jumped off a cliff. He gives a shit. But he he this was when he was like, I still want to like, be an actor and get recognition mm-hmm. and it feels like he like conquered that and was like okay now i just want to go to space and it's like i don't you know as, him as an actor it's like i get it it's it's kind of like there's a lot of actors right like that right where it's just like oh yeah they they're good like peter jackson you don't have to make another movie again you know that yeah, feeling you're all set. Mm-hmm. yeah but still like i need to rewatch eyes wide shut because that to me is like I always like I can't believe it's Tom Cruise when I'm watching it uh, <laughs> because it's just so fucking 
weird that mm-hmm. he would do that movie. Did he do that yeah, movie because all. of Nicole or no? Or was that just I like... don't know. I mean, I think if Stanley Kubrick I think it was probably says because of the Kubrick being a all. movie. Mm. That's the thing is like, again, like what more is there to do as a director um, or as an actor? He did. He did a Scorsese film. He's done Spielberg. Uh, it just makes sense that he's like, now I'm going to space. Like, fuck it, you know. But yeah, this reminded me of like you know. Oh yeah, Tom Cruise used to like be in a lot of movies. I guess he was still he was in Top Gun recently. So are, that's something. Are all these types of movies like everything we've watched? Is like this just become what TV is now? Like that's where it shifted. I think we're. I think that's where a lot of these thrillers? kinds of things are going. Yeah, we're just like adult dramas. Yeah, and yeah. thrillers and stuff. They are kind of for now. It does seem like yeah, they uh, are on TV right now. There is a, by the way, The Firm was also a 2012, I believe, thriller series. Yeah, starring, I think, Josh Lucas. Yeah, so they did very much make this, yeah. Um, I think, uh, hopefully, after Oppenheimer, maybe studios, you know, after they get their shit together with a bunch of other things, (laughs) might think, oh, maybe we can make adult dramas again but maybe not i don't know i hope so like even though uh, like adult dramas isn't like my personal favorite dra- like genre i like variety i like that there's a bunch of different stories being told like that feels good yeah i why do i have the feeling that they're gonna learn the wrong lesson and just make a series of biopics about like weapon developers or something because they like, already announced that they're greenlighting a bunch of movies based on Mattel toys because that's what they yeah. think the secret of Barbie's success is. Yeah, so they did learn the wrong yeah. lesson. They always yeah, do. they always do. Yeah, so maybe once the system is completely gutted and replaced by people who understand movies, then we maybe get a new the firm, I guess, but you know, for now TV I yeah, guess. I guess. I mean, yeah, I just TV. It's like all these stories. It's just in my head. I'm like, that takes too long. Like, I'm I have not watched Secession, um, even though I've heard it's good. But it seems oh, like it's a, good. It just seems like a lot. I'm like, I'd, ra- I'd watch a movie version of that, though. <laughs> like, Succession is a little like Sopranos, but I would argue not a, not all the way, which is that they're monsters um, and you sort of start getting into them a little bit but you never really do with succession they're just not like the sopranos it's like you can kind of forget that he's a mobster and Mm -hmm. you just go like yeah you better not fuck with tony soprano and it's more abstract i think whereas succession it's like you really feel like you know these people you know (laughs) that that they're you know exactly who they are so like you do find yourself making weird alliances in your head but for the most part it's like soap opera and it's fun to watch these people fucking crash and burn and it's a very good it, it's a it's a constant reminder that like yeah money doesn't make you happy it uh, it makes you just, lose your goddamn mind yeah it just makes you, know? you crazy yeah because the whole thing the thing i kept saying watching succession is like well you can walk away from this you already have all this money like the characters can't stop is like kind of the idea it's all they know uh, yeah it's sort of breaking bad in that regard where it's like you just all you have to do is walk away but you can't um but yeah it's a good show but speaking of walking away that's it for trailers all right that is (laughs) the top trailers trailers of july 1993 we did it (laughs) i hope you all were 
fascinated so- by this. Solid yeah. year. It was a good year. So it was good solid, year. solid July. Maybe we'll do uh, what goes after July. August mm-hmm. 1993 next. Um, that would be fun. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see how long this strike goes. Mm-hmm. Let's thank some more producers, shall uh, let's we? Let's do it. Thank you to Deborah is awesome, Barbara is great, and Cancer can go to hell. Thank you. Thank you to Dracula, the bus driving Thank vampire. You. Thank you to Driftless, aka Goochcock. Thank you. Thank you to E.T., the extravagant Thank terrestrial. You. Thank you to Evil Ed, 209. Thank you to Exploding Thank you so Runes. much. Thank you to Funky J, mostly comes out at night. Thank mostly. you so much. Thank you to Heathcliff's Helping Handfuls. Thank you. Thank you to ImpossibleWorlds.net, read issue two, and keep sci-fi alive. Thank you. Thank you to James Cameron's Prolapse Locomotive. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, let me jump in here. Thank you to Krishanovich. Thank, Thank you. Thank you to Look Mom on a Podcast. Thank, Thank you. Thank you to Mabel. Step on me. Step, Step on me. On me. <laughs> Thank you to Mackenzie Fuck Shuffling with Ulm Defoe's Confuji Large Dick Chill. Thank you. Thank you to Mercurial Oz. Thank you. Thank you to Mike the Lurker. Thank, Thank you. you to Mr. Tell Your Wife how many Patreon subscribers you have before you agree to buy a house. Thank you. Thank you to musical guest Rob Ritchie. Thank you. Thank you to No One Can Hear You Scream and Space McNulty. Thank you. Thank you to Norm from Cheers. Norm. Thank you. All right. News stories. Uh, so, Dave. yeah, Bar- Barbie Oppenheimer did very, very well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Barbie's it cruising was, in a, a close up to half a billion right now, and uh, Oppenheimer is, is getting near 300 million. Yeah, for wow. an R rated film. I, I We might have talked about this a little on our We Just Watched. Oppenheimer is the. It really is the funniest fucking marketing gambit. And I know Barbie, apparently, their marketing department, their budget was bigger than the movie. Uh, so they both did this. Which is like, it helps that they're extremely original. Well, not extremely original, but they're original uh, films and stories or rather they're not sequels or remakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they just like marketed Nolan fucking tricked an entire fucking world into seeing a political thriller in IMAX. He sure and did. Yeah. And that's incredible. Did, incredible to me. I will say like for the advertising of this movie... I never saw like an Oppenheimer ad. I always just saw it attached to a Barbie thing. Like, uh, interesting. What did I like? Yeah, like just at least on my internet side of the internet and stuff. Like, I just I never saw anything about Oppenheimer except if unless it was like mashed in to a Barbie. <laughs> I poster. feel like <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's the algorithm working its magic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because it's it was big film nerd stuff, right? Where it's like seventy millimeter IMAX. Yeah, yeah. Uh, see it in IMAX. You got to oh, see it in IMAX. Okay. Um, and and it's the, uh, also the bomb scene is practical, meaning no CGI okay. to make an, a, an atomic bomb go off. And so, like, there was all this stuff where he's talking about that. They talked about there was nudity. That was like one of the last marketing things that came yeah, out. Yeah. Or, like controversial um, nudity. Yeah. <laughs> They were doing all this stuff, and then like, then the Barbenheimer stuff like fueled that even more. Of like, yeah, see them both, and everybody did it. I saw people with fucking shirts for seeing both. Yeah, that's what um, I'm saying. Like, I was just like, I only saw it as like a pair. So that that's fascinating to me. That like, how it was marketed to everybody. <laughs> yeah, the thing that like, I, I know I said this on the we just watched. The thing that really blew me away. Was that I saw it at the Chinese theater in IMAX 70 millimeter and there were Barbie Heimer people. There was like there was like like college aged 
uh, uh, men and women, like all like dr- like dressed up, like really broy about it. Like, yeah, we're gonna watch Oppenheimer. Like the nude scene. Like one of the guys like went like woo, you know, shit like that. Like they were watching what? a Marvel film. What? And then when like halfway through the movie, I was like, they must hate this. It's just like people talking, um, and it's just about like the the red scare witch hunt and like you know the threat of nuclear uh uh war and stuff yeah. and then walking out with the same people i was hearing them being like yeah that was great man <laughs> it's like really and one of them was like that fucking freaked me out man like the nukes and stuff that like br- i cried and i was like okay this is awesome i yeah. love this people people were craving like different stories yeah <laughs> like human stories substance. yeah yeah so it was just like and not a fucking mo- for the most part the, the audience was silent yeah. everybody just silently watching this yep. and it was just made me so fucking happy um as did barbie for some similar but different reasons um i i see i saw i also saw cobweb like i saw like i said i've seen three very good movies that all came out this weekend and it fucking they all deserve success and so i'm so happy that they're actually this is you know that they actually made a ton of money yeah because yeah. if they didn't no one would spend any money on like any type of marketing for yeah like, like i don't know like this era of like all the barbie merch was just like man this makes me feel like a kid again where it's like a movie yeah. would come out and i would be hyped for like the random toy at mcdonald's or like, right there would be like a, there would be like a galaxy of hype around it that would build up like i i really miss that aspect of of being a kid yeah <laughs> specifically also, about I, a kid watching movies yeah yeah the movie, yeah the movie isn't uh, well it does kind of it is kind of like this where like it also you ha- like the live action like it feels like a 90s movie to me it feels like the flintstones right movie, yeah like the flintstones like, mm, yeah yeah or like like where it's like we don't make these anymore we used to make them in the 90s where you could make this like batshit super mario brothers experience um where it's like it shouldn't be live action but it is live action like if someone told you they're making a barbie movie you would assume it's not live action and yet it is and that's like i don't know really fucking cool and i i don't want to say too much more about the movie right yeah because you know we haven't seen it yet also i've a big thanks to ben shapiro right for like really (laughs) boosting (laughs) i part of me is like did they pay him right Um, he is losing his mind over this movie I feel like what happened, this is, uh, maybe it's conspiracy theory, is that like a CEO Mattel knew like Dennis Pryor and was like, can you like, you know, trickle that down that like make them hate it so they'll talk about it? Like it really does feel like just rich people being like, get, you know, get those dweebs to talk about it. Cause it's like they're not, there's no m- crossover, right? Like, no. Their crowd, they, they should be talking about like Oppenheimer, but they're not. They're talking about Barbie. And it's like none of their the people watching it are gonna watch it, but now he might have gotten them to hate watch it. So like that adds, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Ben yeah. Shapiro being like, "Don't see Barbie." Like who's he convincing? Yeah, like who who is on the fence? Who's who also in his likes, audience you know, that was right, like exactly. going to be hyped about going to see Barbie anyway? Right. Yeah. Like right, who is gonna decide not to see the movie based on his word? Right. So all he's doing, all he could possibly do, is give them more like a bigger audience of people who then go see it to like hate it or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't, know. it just doesn't like, it's just weird. <laughs> it's just weird. 
Because he could have just been like, I'm not going to watch a, a movie about a doll. Like, and that would have. I, you know what I, I mean? tweeted like, about this. I The reason why is because the other movie is actually too complex. Not to say that Barbie isn't complex, but Oppenheimer, the discussion around Oppenheimer is like a serious political, like, sp- like politically minded thing. Whereas Barbie isn't that political, I would argue, but they can just, it's an easy win for them, right? Mm, it's easy clicks. It's culture war shit. Yeah. yeah, analyzing Oppenheimer actually takes a, like some serious some thought, like serious thought. Yeah, where all they have to do again, Barbie isn't. It's not that Barbie doesn't take serious. <laughs> right, thought, right, right. Yeah, it's, his his way of talking about Barbie, his doesn't. attack against all he it, has to do. It feels right. like a, it feels yeah. like an easier punch because it's just like I could make fun of this girl movie. Versus right, yeah. Like, all exactly. I all I have yeah. to say is that it's it's leftist crap. That's that's uh, 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 g- teaching boys to be feminine like that's all right which I, yeah. and without spoiling the movie not that you guys need to hear this it's not that obviously, <laughs> yeah. um, obviously. It, uh, it it talks about you know it, the ken's struggles as well um in a very like meaningful way so you know it's it's silly um any other thoughts on this can we talk about yeah some sag yeah. strike stuff sure the only thing is uh the rock just donated a fuck ton of money to the SAG strike fund. And that was after it came out that he was like making 50 million for his next role. So I just feel like, I don't know, maybe he was probably going to donate anyway, but I can definitely see him being like, I better make <laughs> I better a send some of this loud that, donation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, it can't um, hurt him. You know what I mean? Like, he's right. like, I'm yeah. the rock. I'm still going to get hired for shit after the strike is over. Cause no one looks like me. And right. And yeah, why not show like goodwill to like your fellow actors who are struggling? Like, here's here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's this. I linked this variety thing of like, where's all the A-list actors on the picket line, and like, and that feels like a division tactic because one, they're there. I've seen pictures of them. Yeah, there. plenty of them. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And two, like, if you're like Meryl Streep, what are you gonna fucking do? Right. Like, I would, I wouldn't go to that picket line. <laughs> I, also, it's like, like maybe she's it's like speaking. You can. It's also like record hot summers and like Meryl Streep exactly. is seventy four. Oh, absolutely, like, yeah. Meryl like Streep's in her seventies. Fucking, if you're Tom Cruise and shit, it's like I get it. You're honestly too famous. Um, donate, donate your money. Yeah. you know, speak out. Like Tom Cruise has said that he's helping out in some ways. I don't know how that is, but um. It makes sense. It's like, yeah, no, if they're you're not gonna, gonna have paparazzi like hounding you while you're walking on the street, like it's not safe for anybody for them to be on the picket line because yeah. paparazzi people are nuts. But again, a lot of them are out there. I've seen a lot of them out there, so they are. I don't yeah. know. Uh, they're yeah, they're doing yeah. the thing. They're doing the thing. <laughs> Fucking Ron Perlman. He threatened. <laughs> he threatened that man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he really put himself out there he put himself in some i assume a little legal peril i would imagine he's doing his work he's doing the job he how, would think. how long yeah the the other the other writer strike that like messed up heroes when did what how long did that go on that was in 2006 that was man a couple of months i can't quite yeah. remember I really do like when the scary people are involved. Like David Simon is part of the writer's strike. Oh, and it's man. like, oh, oh what, man. what fucking shit is he going to say? Yeah, what terrifying stuff is he going to say? He's yelled at me online before. Yeah, and Abe. Yeah, he's a nightmare. <laughs> he yelled at Abe, too. 
He yelled at Abe. He yelled at you? He never yelled at me. Yeah, he yelled at me. I wanted to pick a fight with him just for fun. (laughs) I just wonder, like, I want to know, like, I'm curious how long it's going to go. Like, I want the writers and the actors to get every single thing they're asking for. Yeah, me too. I really, really do. And I'm just like, man, I kind of hope they could at least, like, if they're going to keep going, like, make it to December, make it to January. Like, I want to, yeah. I want to see these studios, like, get Really <laughs> sweat. Yeah. I know it's they're really, uh, some, yeah. an, an update we should uh, uh, mention is that they're aggressive. A lot of studios are aggressively hiring for, like, AI content managers. Like, I saw that. this week, it, it went around social media, but this week, Netflix, Netflix posted a job listing for a AI content manager that was a starting salary of $900,000. What? Yeah. This, yep. yeah. This. So this is gonna sound. I don't. I don't think it'll sound as hardcore as I'm afraid it will. But like, I, I think of this way for a lot of problems. You know, with other places like the government and stuff, where it's like it, it's 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 the it's the old house of it all. Where it's like, yeah, you could have been slowly doing upkeep, but you didn't. And now you can't just like redo the wiring you just got to tear it down right that's my feeling where it's like there's a sickness here right mm-hmm. they are they are so rich that they are clung clung to this and they it's 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 an illness like they are not they're not not experiencing the same reality anymore no uh these executives where like well, and that if- idea that they think they can replace actors with ai and people will like right, it's the majority not, of people will like it. It's and them being like, "Who needs these writers and actors?" It's so. It's not. It's so incredible. It's like not rational. Like when you no. that line of thinking, and then coupled with the statements that you we've heard from like Bob Iger and uh, Zaslav and and the other, word, it's just like it's so detached from de- reality, completely yeah. removed from reality. Yeah. And they don't realize it. And so it's like at a certain point, it's like, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like we're going to have to just say, like, all these people might have to just like step to the side and go like, okay, well, we're rebuilding over here. You guys have fun with your AI stuff. That may, you know? that may be what has to happen. I don't know. Yeah. New studios. Yeah. Might new have studios to. need to come out, which I know it sucks. Everything costs so much money, but you could also make something yeah. really cool and interesting and creative with not a lot of money oh yeah many people do yeah so i hope i kind of like yeah i just i want it to all like fall down and rebuild i want yeah Yeah. i want what 93 is (laughs) i want the (laughs) variety of movies and stories and all of that and people get paid and to be able to like have a living like i want i want that why is that so hard I don't why, know. Man. Why is it ludicrous? Like it's like that's how these uh, these the statements from the uh the AMPTP or whatever uh, whatever the acronym is. Like they all seem to uni- universally treat the idea that people should earn a living as like ridiculous. Like it's like well how like well obviously you can't we can't you pay you all this money be because we need it for XYZ. Actor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you should be able to be. My full time job is background actor, and I work a few times a year in the background of a movie, a TV show, or whatever. And to be like comfortable, like yeah, you're not living yeah. it up, but you're like, no, I could afford rent, and I'm good, and like I could save oh, yeah. up. Like, we, we need 
it's across the board, right? We need a world where right, someone says a, my full time job is a job with a, a single, single job. job, right? Yeah, this is a problem. Yeah. That's why there's so many labor movements happening right now. This is the problem in every yeah. industry in this country right now. You think you think we're going to get a general strike anytime soon? You think that's going to? I don't know. I don't know. That'd be nice. If everybody was just like, yeah, we're we're done, we're done, like we're just going to stop. Yeah, this is hogwash. Yeah, it's all just raised chickens. Yeah, and farm Let's them. do it or. Farm orcas for meat and <laughs> for orca meat. milk. You're on to something. Yeah. You're on to something. That's, cheap, that's easy, cheap milk and meat mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. Everybody in so orca cheap. in your backyard. It's so, I can't believe nobody's ever thought, like, orca is one of the cheapest meats you can get. Exactly. <laughs> Bring back uh, whaling. <laughs> <laughs> the whaling industry has a few ideas. Yeah. We got there. We got to the solution. <laughs> Holy shit. All right, Dave. Uh, shall we? <laughs> should we? Should we keep going? Yeah. Shall we jump this stone wall? <laughs> All like right. The titular Let's Willie. Thanks some more producers yeah. here. Uh, big thank you to Pete for Pagel. Th- thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Numino Ultra Microscopic Silico Volcano Coniosis Anti Disestablishmentarianism Jones. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you to pre-order TikTok superstar Jason Pargin's new book. Zoe is too drunk for this t- dystopia. Pre-orders are super important. Thank you. Thank you to Rev MD. Thanks so much. Thank you to Ricky Cilantro. Thank you. Thank you to Rosemary's Baby from Eraserhead. Thank you so much. Thank you to Screaming Horse Pyramid. Thanks. Thank you to Sorry Cop, <laughs> world's most laughable centrist. Thank you. Thank you to Steven. Thank you. Ah, thank you to the conveniently placed self-destruct button on the top of every baby's head. Uh, thank you. And thank you to the Midnight Patron, what patrons at midnight. Thanks. Let me swoop in here. Thank you to the Oatmeal Savage. Thank, Thank you to the producer you. formerly known as the Ghost of Dave Thomas. Thank you Thank to the 2B Terror Bunny demands you enter the ninja with Franco Nero. Thank, Thank you. Thank you to these seven bees. Thank, Thank you. Thank you to Tiger Doors Pratt Thompson. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Thank you. Thank you to Tip Drizzle. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you to Tux. Tux. Thank you to Vincent. Vincent. Thank you to Whitey Stick a Flying Fuck at the Moon. Thank you. Thank you to your mom. Thank you. And thank you to Zzz, because Pie Guy liked being last. Thank you. Dave, Whew. in these trying times. Yeah. Where what? we can't, we, you know, where, 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 where the, the studios are battling, are, are, being, are being miserly little, little, little jerks. Uh, uh, is there an independent film, perhaps, a movie that deserves more hype? You know, that... I can do. I'm not on strike with that. I do have a, and uh, I apologize, Star. This is not a movie I think you want to watch. Um, <laughs> it's never is. It's, it's always a horror. I movie. had one last week. I had one. I think you might have liked. But yeah, this is a. Uh, <laughs> this is Mother Superior. It's coming out in fall 2023. Not sure yet because it is. It's still festival. It's very much like maybe it'll get picked up by one of these ghoulish studios, but. Right now, it's still very much an indie film. Uh, I don't even know if it's... I think it's... It's an Austrian movie. Austrian film? That would make sense. um, (laughs) Because it's about a Nazi witch cult. So there's that. It takes place in the 70s. And it's about uh, a woman who is, I believe, um, pretending to be a nurse. Yes. uh, At Mm -hmm. at this old woman's house to find out things about her past. Because this, this house and this old woman were involved in like Nazi stuff where they like um, took women and like kept them somewhere to raise 
you know, the Aryan children or whatnot. Some real Nazi shit. Um, these like this like maternity ward thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not explaining it well. It seems like it was a real thing, but uh, she's there to look for her roots and look for her mother, and then stumbles upon a bunch of uh, witch shit yeah. <laughs> with this um, with this like Nazi lady who's into like I don't know pagan stuff. Yeah, it's like That's Nordic it seems like. sigils and like yeah. crazy shit. Um, I will say like the trailer looked very pretty. I was just like, oh, yes. this isn't like a like a, a spooky horror. This is like a oh creepy horror, but it's, it's beautiful. gothic horror. Yeah, yeah, gothic yeah. Horror. yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm 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 getting the feeling there may be some Lovecraft in here. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, this looks this looks nice and creepy. This looks like a good. I see in the in some of the um, reviews that you posted in the notes, they compared it to a Hammer movie, which is kind of those yes. those schlocky horror films of like the seventies. Uh, um, if you've never yeah. seen them, um, kind of driving horror, but not quite like more artistic than that. Um, so if and with that comparison and then this trailer, this uh this looks like it could be pretty good. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, basically <laughs> the, 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 the the yeah, the the elevator pitch in one of the reviews is calling it atmospheric feminist midnight movie that tells the story of a deep cover nurse attempting to puzzle out the mysterious the mysteries of her lineage only to stumble upon the bewitching practices of the blood moon templar. So yeah, mm. that if that doesn't <laughs> interest you then it's, you know, it's not going to interest you. Yeah. Very good movie. <laughs> very. Th- it looks very good. Um, and then I'll just use this point to say, once again, movie that deserved more hype, Cobweb. Limited theaters right now. I had to drive 45 fucking minutes in Los Angeles to see it. So you might not uh, find it near you, but look for it on streaming because I can confirm. It's not like it doesn't reinvent horror. It's just very fucking good. The same way Marianne, the director's other uh oh, the series. Netflix show, yeah. Yeah, that's the same director. Um it's give me the willies, just like Marianne did. <laughs> it, it made me go, ugh, fuck. Uh. Um and it it's very similar to a few movies that came out recently, and I won't say which because that but like my point being like it's weird that it's similar to some other movies without getting the hype, the same hype. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh people should be memeing this movie, but they're not. Um it's not as wild, I guess, than some recent horror movies, but it's really fucking mm, good stuff. Really, really wild, fun movie. And then hopefully so is this Mother Superior. Sweet. Check it out around fall. Well, all right, that's guys. Uh, that's a sode. We've done it. Woo! We have done Woo! it. Star, thank you so much for being on. Yeah, of course. I'd love Would to come you... back. This is great. Of <laughs> course. Yeah. Anytime. Uh, you want to plug some stuff? You have more you have uh, things yeah, to just, tell people? Just my art shops again. Starlinearts.com and atarserena.com. Like, buy some art. It helps me out. <laughs> All right. We will. I have your art on my wall. I have multiple. You do. Multiple. You, you just had a birthday. We did some birthday art for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We have I have, I have well. birthday art. Yeah, yeah. I got Andy Garcia. I got, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. a, butt. I got a butt on my wall. Ah, sweet. Yeah. yeah. Um, we we have a Patreon, Tom. Yeah, did you know that? I did. Patreon, Patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. Uh, we have exclusive podcasts on there. Tom and Jeff watch Batman, Fox Motors Maniac, Star Trek The Next Futurama, Spielboys. We watch movies every Friday night with our patrons as well. We do all sorts of stuff. We have a whole Discord community. It's great. 
Check it out. Yeah. Don't you also have an Instagram about um, Gamefully Cats or un- un- Gamefully Uncats? I, I think that's out there, yeah. I've also, like, low-key started a bunch of, like, I, I've been, like, like making us, like, TikTok accounts and stuff for when, like, we have a Blue Sky account now, uh, but it's inactive. I'm waiting for, you know, when people inevitably... The big exodus, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I'm on all grabbing. of those as well. Uh, I'm just waiting <laughs> yeah, for waiting. it to be, like... <laughs> Yeah, which one? Which is it going to yep. be? Which will it be? Who will win? <laughs> Maybe it'll be X, the one that now looks like a fucking porn site on my browser. Sure time. does. That site keeps crashing on me. All <laughs> like it's just legit falling apart. It's barely yeah, it's functional. Like a, I love like a, much like their outdoor sign. I love that he didn't get a permit to do that, and they just said nope. <laughs> <laughs> of course he didn't. He also of doesn't own the didn't. trademark. Doesn't Meta own the trademark? It's mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, it's, and then there's they can't get the trademark in Japan either. It's just. It's what happens it's when uh, you... Oh, it's also blocked in Indonesia as a porn <laughs> site. It's like Indonesia cannot access it. Perfect. <laughs> oh, man. All billionaire CEOs should make impulsive decisions without thinking about them. What, it is fun. What do you think is the end game? I know we're like already on the side of it, but like, what's the, <laughs> what's the end game for all of this? What's, what's going to happen to that uh, man? He wants trolls I... on the internet to think he's cool. I think, um, yes, I think right now he's looking for the easiest way out to make it to, to feel good. Right. Where it's like, if he, I, I think it's, it's <laughs> either that or he like, it was a actual effort to destroy Twitter, I guess. But I think it's like, how can he get out of this and save face? I think that's where it's I, I really, now. yeah, I don't think he's that complicated enough for that first thing like i don't think it was a 40 chess maneuver to destroy twitter i think he just wanted people to think he was cool and he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing because he's an idiot so yeah it's also possible like we're talking about the bubble that there isn't still no end game he thinks he's doing great (laughs) it's possible that he might think he's doing great i just i think of like like historical rich people who've gone crazy and in the end they just like fall apart like i'm just i'm like i want to know what that Oh, what he's Howard Hughes in it, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or like the guy who owned Hearst, Ca- Hearst, William Hearst. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Like, there's, it feels like that. Like, you have too much money and no one tells you no. <laughs> and yeah. it's not going to end well, right? Yeah, it's a real no. shame. <laughs> it'll end with, it'll end with like his skeleton orbiting the planet right. in a spaceship yeah. that's shaped like Harambe. Like it's just <laughs> oh, going to be God. a fucking nightmare. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's going to be in a mech suit covered with like stupid memes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oof. Oof. He couldn't even build something cool. <laughs> no. Not a cool guy. He no. could have had an airplane. <laughs> you could have had a cool house. You got or nothing. He, yeah, he, he could have just existed uh, in silence in the darkness of just being a uh, anonymous rich person. Yeah. But now again they just they, can't, they always they can't push stop. It. Yeah, they can't stop. They can't stop. Um we also have a store speaking of people who can't stop. Head over gameplayunemployed.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store. We have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all kinds of things. So check that out. Um Do it. Yeah. <laughs> buy, fi- buy physical media, everybody. <laughs> yes. Buy physical media. Yes. Um, especially if they're pulling the Venture Brothers off of HBO Max. 
I already bought oh. the box set. Of yeah, that. they just I bought yep. It. All three of them. They every every all three of the shows that they announced movies for for HBO Max, uh, Aqua Teen, Metalocalypse, and Venture Brothers. All of them put out full series box sets this year. So maybe that means something. I'm gonna buy all yeah. of them. <laughs> so. Buy them do, all. I need to do that for Steven Universe. I heard they were pulling that off too. And oh, I'm like, she's I need to really. Fuck. Yeah, I was like, I need that. That's a show I enjoy. Oh, and a lot of people right enjoy. Wow, man, good God, <laughs> <laughs> things are looking pretty grim, everyone. Physical uh, media. <laughs> All right. Say goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. Follow him on Twitter at, at thecorlew, C O R L E W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at, at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.